I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. You are listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and this week we're reviewing Supernova and also the latest movie and trailer news. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we, gosh, we love talking about movies, don't and we? We love to talk about this week's movie, don't we? We've been hanging out to talk about Supernova. We really have. Let's get into it, Lee. So, Supernova follows Sam and Tusker as they travel across England in their old RV to visit friends, family, and places from their past. Since Tusker was diagnosed with dementia two years ago, their time together is the most important thing they have. And as the trip progresses, they are confronted by differing visions for their future. Now, Supernova is written and directed by Harry McQueen and stars the absolutely incredible Mm. Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci in the title roles. I don't think we have the words to Mm. describe just how incredible these two actors are in this film. And we'll get to that a bit later. I'm jumping the gun a bit here, (laughs) but I'm just so excited to talk about this film. It's usually what I do, jump the gun. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about the story. Mm. If, if you don't mind, I'd like to open up because mm. I think the, the subject matter is quite personal to me. So Open your heart to me, Tim. I, I will. I've just got chills and tears. No, seriously though, like I identify as a gay man and I'm, I'm married. So this film, to me, I guess, was one of the answers in how we need 
representation of gay relationships on mm. screen. I resonated very deeply with this. And mainly because it is, and I'm going to oversimplify this and obviously we'll delve into it a bit deeper, but it is a simple story that plays out about a couple who have been together for two decades and they have many happy memories. Uh, experiencing something deeply confronting though mm. during the life of this film that's challenging, but they're being by each other's side the, the entire way. They just happen to be two men, mm-hmm. right? That's it. So that that's kind of how I really related to this movie. It's about a gay relationship, but not about a gay relationship, if you if you get my drift. Yeah, absolutely. It's a universal mm. topic, how we deal with an uncertain future and, and how we love. Yeah. It's a beautiful, simple love story at its heart. And there's not a lot of fanfare to the story, but I don't think it's needed. I don't think it's needed at all. It is simple. It is slow in its pacing. And it mm. really is a character assessment about yeah. the human condition, isn't it? A real intimate piece with... Mm. Big existential themes, though, as well. So, as you Itch. said, like it's a very specific story about um, a gay couple. Mm. You could intersperse anyone, like absolutely, in, in this story, and still relate to it. Now, you mentioned that it's a universal story, mm. literally in its title of Supernova, <laughs> in referencing <laughs> yeah. you know the universe and the power of that, yeah. which we'll get to in a moment. But also, dementia being the mm. what they're dealing with yeah. is this whole thing around dementia. It, it's such a devastating illness, and I think this film, you see how the little things become so hard, like getting dressed, Mm. reading, writing. And I think, yeah, again, it's about how beautifully it was dealt with through the writing, directing and the performance. Well, Harry McQueen was spurred by personal experiences to create this Mm. movie. He says he did extensive legwork and research to address the issues in this film concerning young onset dementia and end-of-life choices. Do you think that was reflected effectively in the story, that work? Yes, I do. I think it was approached at a really tender pace. Mm. And I think in how Harry wrote the script, it was about two people and their unique individual experience Mm. and how them in a deeply loving relationship have to deal with something that they ultimately have no control over. And I think you could really see the research, the nuances and the subtle impacts that the illness of dementia has but then how it can make you you have this existential sort of like Mm. crisis and what it means to you. It's like, okay, so what's worse? Is it identifying that you are being taken by the power of dementia or Mm. is it watching someone you love falling at Mm. the mercy of dementia? Do you know what I mean? I think Mm. that was really beautifully tackled. There's quite a dichotomy here with, Mm. as you said, an individual very specific story but universal themes and then also that there's two sides of the story with Colin Firth's character and Stanley Tucci's character. Yeah. And beautifully brought together. Beautifully brought together. Like it's a story about love and loss and it is told from me like in such a beautifully, brutally honest but tender way. Do you Mm. think so as well? Yeah, it really asks the question, like, what does love mean? Mm. And who are you in the face of a devastating illness? How do we love? How do we laugh? And, like, how do we live when we know time is limited? Yeah, and I think that what this film really beautifully portrays is a moment in time. I love Mm. movies like this where you don't really get the backstory, although it's, you know, It's implied. It's implied. Mm. You just get, right, there's this married couple who are going on a road trip to visit old friends, have a party, and also learn a lot about each other and their circumstance and where they see themselves as individuals and as a couple in this situation. Mm. I've got 
chills actually mm. it, it's just such a really raw really raw film yeah it's really unassuming circumstances to begin with and mm. then just dives deep into this really important topic yeah it's a bit of a sad story isn't it told with a touch of humor i thought but quite melancholy very melancholy that can be off-putting for some people w- i guess was it off-putting for you no 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 definitely yeah. it was a beautiful story i loved it but yeah. some people can bulk at the pace of it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It is not a film for everyone. One on the subject matter and how Mm. it's approached and the things that transpire. Like it's quite confronting at times, especially Mm. at the end, I think. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, if you yearn for character drama, this is the film for you. And it doesn't matter that there's no big sweeping moment in the third act or whatever. It just... Or a crazy twist. or It just tells a story of two people. And yeah. their situation. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the performances. Let's get yes, to them now because please. I was utterly captivated by the performances. Colin Firth in particular. Mm. Oh, my God. Stanley Tucci was amazing too. Like the, yeah. both of them were amazing. But Colin Firth just – I think this is a career-defining performance for him. I agree. They both have an incredible filmography. Yeah. No doubt about it. But it's almost like – oh, is this overzealous? The film they were both meant to make. Yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't – I wouldn't think on the surface of putting them together. No. But just how, superficially. Yeah. But the, it's just amazing. Like they had such an easy chemistry between yeah. them. So yeah. believable. And I just really believed that they would never stop loving each other. Oh, God. And it brings tears to my eyes, doesn't <laughs> it? Like it's so I'm gonna believable. Cry. I'm going to cry again. It really was a masterclass in acting. Mm. And here's a bit of trivia. I'm sure you know this, but I found this absolutely fascinating in terms of the pre-production of a film. So Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci swapped roles in pre-production. They were actually cast in the opposite. Really? Yes, yes, they were. And I love these little pieces of movie trivia and unpacking them. And it, um, wow. and it doesn't it make you then try to imagine the role reversal here? However, yeah. I think they just got it perfect. So mm. they approached Harry, the director, about this because both Colin and Stanley felt they couldn't explain it, but they were like, I think I should play and you should play. Mm. And they both agreed. And director Harry McQueen said of the experience in swapping the actors, and I quote, there was just something about the quintessential Englishness that Colin brought to Sam and a kind of gregarious energy that Stanley immediately brought to Tusker, the American Mm. character, which made the lighter moments in the film really sing. It just felt right all of a sudden. Isn't that interesting? But not surprising because they're such experienced actors. Like you – you would be surprised if they didn't know when something wasn't right. But isn't that a beautiful mm. indication of what collaboration is? Yeah. And being honest and looking at the words of a page and identifying you as an artist that I actually resonate more over here yeah. and I think you would work over there and them actually agreeing. I think it's a stunning story. And serving the story above your own yes. needs or wants, That's, which is beautiful. Yeah, and you can't imagine them in the opposite roles, right? No, I quite mm. like Colin Firth as the bear of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> he did. Oh, you think it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't often see him like that. You know, he's mm. usually he's usually the um, effeminate, almost British mm. romantic lead, and in this one, he's he was yeah, he's Ella the Bridget bear. Jones, yeah, the yeah. caretaker. It's yeah. great. But um, yeah, stunning piece of casting, even though it wasn't intended that way initially. So yeah. Every moment in this movie is heavy with emotion, isn't it? Just Even mm. just asking the time. I found 
like when they were beginning to feel the weight of this disease in their lives and Sam is struggling to keep normalcy and joy in their lives, that kind of push and pull became the most interesting part of it for me. Yeah, and how they discovered each other's interpretation of what was going on Yeah, as well. I found that really incredible. Yeah, go on. Can we talk about the dinner speech scene for a second? This is one scene in the movie, listeners, that we just have to talk about. Um, It ruined Mm. me. The emotion in Colin Firth's voice as he's reading what's essentially a farewell speech about himself and Mm. Tusker's friends and the look of pain and love on Stanley Tucci's face that he can't bring himself to say his own speech is just heartbreaking. It was like the pinnacle of the movie for me. So what you learn along the way – so. Tucci's character is a writer. Mm. So words are his life. Yes. And what made that moment so poignant and deeply disturbing or like distressing yeah. was that he couldn't couldn't bring himself to reading his own beautiful words. Yeah. Because of his condition. Uh, and that stuff that you learn along the way through the story. But and that performance between the two yes. actors in those two different moments, mm. just oh Yeah, there was so much nuance in it because there was a lot of sub text to that whole scene and I agree it was one of the most beautiful moments across the film I just like to pull out a few Mm. things about the relationship that I that I really liked Mm. um that resonated with me and my relationship with my husband in some way (laughs) you know like just that shout out to Josh a shout out to Josh the car bickering you know, at the beginning and throughout, yeah. just that banter, yeah. that relationship banter, it just felt so real. And I'm mm. like, that's Josh and me in the car. And like <laughs> arguing about the GPS and, you know, the directions. I've got no sense of direction. And I get very worked up about that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I just felt like I was in their shoes in some way there and could really heavily relate to that. Yeah. yeah. I just loved it. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the music when you talk about being in the car. Mm. There was a lot of music playing on the radio as they're on their road trip, of course, as you would expect, or at the party. It was very reflective of what they were going through and pushed the narrative along. You know, there's upbeat and jovial music as they jaunted along at the beginning and then it got sombre and sweeping when they're trying to come to terms with what's happening. But what I found beautiful was the romantic music when mm. Tusker is desperately trying to reconnect with Sam and make him face the truth. And that also served to show the disconnect between where they were and where they both wanted to be. You know, they, they couldn't reconcile their reality with this beautiful relationship they've had for 20 years and that music playing in the background just added a whole nother level to it for me lee honestly i have nothing else to add there sorry no no (laughs) in all the right ways like you just completely encapsulated the impact and the power that the music had to the Mm. story and i think also if i want to add because i'm really i'm a big advocate for the power of things outside of just the performances Mm. how the camera is being used, where it's pointing and how it's telling a story coupled with the score Mm. and and the choices for the soundtrack. And I think this movie, like it's a road trip. You need those elements to it. You need Mm. those beautiful – it was shot in the Lake District in the the United Kingdom, which is a beautiful part of the world. And I think, yeah, those layers of music and score were stunning and I won't add anything else because you just – Ticked all the boxes. Okay. Well, okay, let's talk about Supernova yeah. as the title and as a metaphor in this mm-hmm. film. That's one thing that I think let this film down a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it felt like a laboured metaphor to me because, yeah. okay, a supernova is like the last hurrah of a dying star. It's a huge explosion at the end of the life cycle of a mm-hmm. star. And I just 
didn't feel the connection to this story because it's so simple and understated. I didn't mm. feel where's the brilliant explosion of a dying star. I mean, obviously it's not going to be literal. I know mm. that, but I felt like it was a thin thread. What do you think? I agree. I think it was a bit of a thin thread. It's a very powerful title for a film, yep. Supernova, because you go there. You mm. think about the big explosion. And just to unpack uh, another element of a supernova, it burns brighter but shorter. And I think how you can interpret right. that is that Tucci had lived a big, bright life. But yeah. for him, it was a little bit shorter than others. And he wanted to mm. res- he wanted to respect that. He wanted that to be his life. Mm. He didn't want it to be bright and long and dissipate and fade out. It just needed to be like a supernova. Right. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I had to look into that after though. That's a good way of, of thinking about it, definitely. I just – it felt like they were trying to like push the moments yep. and, and his interest in astronomy, which – didn't seem natural either. I felt like they could have maybe found something different. Well, I thought he was an astronomer for the longest period of time <laughs> b- before I realised he was a writer. And maybe that was just me yeah, okay. as a passive right. viewer. But, yeah, I, it did feel a bit disconnected. There, there was another line that kind of encapsulates the burns brighter but shorter. Mm. Keen to see if you feel an impact for this. But mm. Colin Firth said, you're still Tusker. Mm. And then Tucci goes, no, I'm not. I just look like him. And so I guess he didn't want that to extend past his brighter, shorter existence. Mm. He didn't want to just look like someone. He wanted to be himself. Well, I so when yeah, when you mm. dig into it like that, I yeah. guess. But I it's guess, a bit I laborious. So. It's I, a bit laborious to do that, though, I agree. It is a bit laborious, yeah. but no way takes away from this beautiful mm. film, though. Yeah, I agree. Are we ready to rate and yes. wrap up our review of Supernova Lee. Sure. Supernova is a love story about what it means to be there for someone in their darkest hours and how we come to terms with that. It's reconciling the fact that sometimes the best thing to do is maybe nothing. You just have to love and support the person who means the world to you. I feel it struggled in some parts under the weight of this metaphor, as I said, of a brilliant dying star. That was a little sentimental for me. And the dialogue became heavy-handed and overly crafted in those moments. They were Mm. really pushing for that. But the performances of Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci and their amazing chemistry with each other was stellar, Mm. pun intended, (laughs) and absolutely flawless. So I'm going to give Supernova four popcorn kernels. Brilliant. Beautiful wrap-up. Supernova is an incredibly honest and simple story with complex undertones about the human condition and how love plays the most important role of all. With stunning performances from Firth and Tucci, we are treated to a story that glides along and places you into the lives of a married couple dealing with the fragility of life for an incredibly moving but humble and modest 90 minutes is quite mm, short. Mm. So I am going to mirror your sentiment here and rate Supernova for popcorn kernels as well. Agreed. <laughs> Supernova is in Australian cinemas from April 15, so make sure you go out and see it. And still on Supernova, our Supernova ticket giveaway is about to be drawn, drumroll, for your chance to see the beautiful love story we have just reviewed in cinemas from April 15. Get your entries in on Facebook or Instagram before 5pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Monday, April 12. All you have to do to enter is comment on the giveaway post telling us one of the actors who stars in Supernova. Hint, we've said their names a lot during this episode. (laughs) All right, Lee. Mm. One of the biggest trailers of recent memory of recent time yep. dropped this week. 
Space Jam, A New Legacy. We definitely got... Okay, no, I feel I'm like... So I'm going to throw it to you. You're about to pop. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, I was going to say, this is might sound weird, but I got so emotional really? watching this. The power of nostalgia is... Like she can't be understated. Mm. Watching this and when you heard the undertones of the remixed uh, Welcome to the Space Jam, <laughs> I got goosebumps. Yeah, and the Looney Tunes theme <laughs> yes. as well. Yes, I got goosebumps over Space Jam. So what this watching this trailer did for me, mm. I went and immediately watched the original Space Jam. Did I, you? I, oh. I, you talk about the power of nostalgia. I just had to get my fix. I had yeah. to go back and watch it and it was an absolute joy. But um, let's talk about the differences because I think oh. wh- one of the things that really stood out and we got a, more of a tease than a, a good look was how they're treating the animation for yes. this more modern take. What did you think about how the Looney Tunes looked here? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved the CGI. Loved that it was they went into the two-dimensional cartoon first yes. and then they brought it into the 3D CGI. Oh, yeah. so good. I think there's a, quite a lot of um, visual layers to this story mm. that they're teasing out in the trailer, which is really exciting to see. And all Look, the bloody cameos. Yes. Okay, so this is like an alphabet soup of Warner Brothers intellectual property. <laughs> Uh, it is stunning. It's so exciting. Hopefully, it doesn't distract too yeah. much. But it was pretty exciting picking from the crowd, like yep. screenshots of the trailer going, oh, that's what Jack Nicholson's Joker and yeah. the Iron Giant and Captain Caveman and, and Catwoman. And yeah. yeah, who's Captain Caveman? You don't know Captain Caveman. Oh, this is another Tim is a baby moment, isn't it? <laughs> Captain Caveman. Come on, he's a cartoon. Oh, okay. Or well, I'll, I'll Google him after. Yeah. What did you think about LeBron? Okay, so we talked about this briefly. Mm. I didn't quite feel what I wanted to feel from LeBron. However, it was a very short trailer Mm. and I have every faith he'll bring something to the table. Like he's not an actor. No. So we need to understand that. But how about you? What did you think? On the other hand, I was quite impressed. Having seen him in um, Trainwreck where he was a little bit stiff and, Mm -hmm. you know, very much an athlete becoming an actor sort of situation. I was impressed. Yeah. Look – all I want to see him is have fun here yep. because he's in a Looney Tunes movie. Yeah. So if he just leans into that and mm. we feel that, then I'll be a happy guy. Still on Space Jam, A New Legacy, it's been revealed that Zendaya has lent her voice to the character of Lola Bunny in the upcoming film. Now, this is a weird time for that piece of news to come out, which really excites me because I've just finished watching Euphoria, <laughs> which is a HBO series. Yeah. It's on binge at the moment for our Australian listeners. Wow. It is an intense mm. series. Uh, and then to hear that she's like the voice of Lola Bunny is like the complete opposite to what I've experienced her as a, as an artist. But this is really great news. But she's had a very varied career. I mean, Spider-Man, um, mm-hmm. The Greatest Showman, like, yeah, definitely. It shows her range yeah. and balance and that she wants to try new things. I'm surprised we didn't hear this earlier because the film's just about to come out. It is. It's only a few months away. But I love that they keep these little pieces of information to themselves. They somehow mm. keep it a secret and it just plays with the groundswell. It's exciting. On trailers, we've got a new trailer for Black Widow. What did you think of this one? So, again, action, 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 action. Mm. It kind of positioned the story a little clear. Uh, I found. There was a lot more emotion in this one. I felt yeah. really connected to this and yeah. oh, I'm really excited for this story. So excited. Now, I think last episode we announced mm. that it's simultaneously releasing on Disney Plus yep. with Premiere Access and in cinemas. So, Lee and I will absolutely be seeing this movie in cinemas. Absolutely. I, I, can't, I can't imagine seeing it 
any other way. I don't want to sit in my lounge room watching this epic Marvel movie. You can't do Natasha like that. No, she deserves a big screen after all she's been through. She absolutely does. And look, the content they're pushing out to promote this film excites me more and more each time. Godzilla vs. Kong has continued its box office dominance with the biggest opening weekend in America since the pandemic started. Not surprising, really. After a very successful China and international opening the week prior, the big-budget monster flick has brought in almost $50 million US over the Easter long weekend. Go Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, look, it's kind of the film that you would expect to get bums on seats. Mm. This is great news. Mm. And, you know... Let the domino effect be a good one because I'm excited about this. And make sure you check out our interviews with the cast of Godzilla vs. Kong and the director, can't forget Adam Wingard, on YouTube. It's going gangbusters. It really is. We've had oh, a time of recording more than 80,000 views of our Kaylee Hottle and Rebecca Hall interview. Mm, make sure you check it out. We also got a trailer for Angelina Jolie's first action film in a decade. Mm. It dropped this week. Those Who Wish Me Dead follows the story of a teenage witness to a murder who is pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness, with Jolie playing the survival expert who is tasked with protecting him. And there's also a forest fire that threatens to consume them all. Yeah, just throw that in there. This film seems to be... Very overzealous. However, I'm here for it. Yeah, it just seems a little bit ridiculous, but I'm excited. Like, I'm not dissing the film at all. It's great to see Angelina Jolie in an action film again. And it's an interesting premise. Yeah. To me, this gave off a bit of Sly Stallone vibes. You know, those kind of films that he used to do. um, I got cliffhanger vibes from this film. And I'm really excited to see Angelina Jolie in this kind of role. Mm. And uh, she's a great actress. I think she doesn't do enough these days. So I'm just excited to see her on the big screen again. So Mm. bring it on. We got another new trailer for Cruella, which Mm. is quite exciting. It revealed a lot more of the movie too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Look, we've got like three trailers almost back-to-back for this film in the lead-up Did we need it? No, I don't think so. Although I loved seeing and hearing more of Emma Thompson. Yes. Because I just fucking love her. So I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. But again, I didn't think it was a necessary trailer. I think they've just revealed the whole story to us. I hope not. I hope there's some surprises still left in there. But Yeah, that rubs you the wrong way when trailers go too far. Me too. It does. We talk about it all the time and Mm. just when you watch it and you're like, oh, well, I don't need to see the movie now because I just saw the whole story there. Thank you. It's just annoying. It's disappointing. So be smarter with your marketing. But anyway, I'm still really excited for Cruella. So check out the trailer as well. Um, and let us know your thoughts. On Disney, mm. this is so exciting. We, this isn't, isn't strictly movie news, but we're really excited about it. <laughs> so a new land within Disneyland Resort in California is opening in June of this year called the Avengers Campus, which is the first land dedicated to all things superheroes and will recruit and train the next generation of superheroes with activations, new attractions, and characters that have never been seen in the park before. Oh, this just makes me want to jump on a plane and head yeah, over there. Please let us in. Let's uh, unpack what else is involved. So there's a new Spider-Man web-slinging adventure attraction featuring Tom Holland in his role as Spider-Man, Peter mm. Parker, and a chance to learn mystic arts from Doctor Strange in the ancient sanctum and then there are eateries as well because you've got to have somewhere to sit and have a snack like pim's test kitchen and a tasting lab Mm. where you can get like cute bite-sized snacks and drinks that fill from in the glass from the bottom up 
There's also a shawarma palace, which is a nod to that scene in The Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. where Tony Stark takes the team out for shawarma after the Battle of New York. It was quite a funny moment in the film, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yes. So they're taking that to the next level and putting a restaurant in the Avengers campus, which is really cool. I love Disney. They just do so well in their theme parks in adding nuance and story to their attractions. Like, it's just unsurpassed by anyone else on the planet. When can we go? When can we go? When can we go? Oh, when coronavirus <laughs> finally fucks off. Damn. <laughs> and everyone's vaccinated. But look, that's opening up soon, isn't it? When June. June. Yeah, yeah. So, in wrapping up the news for the week, this piece of news really excites Lee and I. Phoebe Waller-Bridge of Fleabag fame, so she's the lead actress and the writer of that Amazon original series, is set to co-star opposite Harrison Ford himself in the fifth instalment of Indiana Jones uh, as the female lead. Now, director James Mangold is set to film this in the American summer of this year for a July 22 release. So it's all happening. Can't wait to see this movie. Steven Spielberg is involved in this one, isn't he? He's not directing. He is a producing. producer. Yeah. yeah, which is a real shame. He's filmed, well, he's directed all four previous instalments, but mm. you know. As long as Steven Spielberg is involved in some capacity, because when you don't involve the original creators, then yeah, I mean, it's with, a problem. I, I look, everyone seems to be on board here because Harrison Ford's coming back. Of course, he has to. Yeah. So there's no, you know, bad blood there. But uh, yeah, James Magold is the man for the job. Yeah. That's it for another jam-packed episode of Popcorn Podcast, guys. We talked Supernova starring Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci, a beautiful film. Make sure you go out and see it. It's out on April 15th Mm -hmm. in Australia. So, yes, head out and see that. And don't forget to enter our ticket giveaway to win a double pass to see the film in cinemas. Get amongst it, guys. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.